0: It's uh, one we We're talking now to um, uh, the, the recovery efforts uh, That are being uh, conducted Over on KI uh, uh, Georgie Cornish is the Director of the State Recovery Office for the Department of Human Services uh, Alex Zimmerman Is the uh, local recovery coordinator Up there at Cuddly Creek And Mike Williams is the local recovery coordinator For KI He'll join us on the phone in a moment or so uh, Georgie and Alex, good morning and welcome Good afternoon and, uh, and welcome, how are you?
1: Good morning, afternoon. Yes. Where are we at? Yes, yes. good well, afternoon. I, I, it feels
0: I, a bit that way. I, 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 I was doing mornings for Leon while he's on holidays and it's uh, it's taken Grandpa a while to, to twig it. <laughs> Hang on, you stupid old goose. It's now afternoon. You're what not you? the lone yeah, ranger. Yeah, you're, you're talking to people and saying good morning, good afternoon. Um, Georgie, tell me, the uh, uh, how, first of all, is the recovery efforts going? Somebody phoned us before. uh it was a lady. It was a lady from... Um, uh, I forget her name now. And she said... I love the idea of it, but will all of the money actually get to the people who need it?
1: So, anyone who's um, donating their money to the SA Bushfires Appeal, absolutely, it will. It goes direct to the individuals affected, and ultimately, there is no administrative costs in relation to it. <coughs> so, yes, they absolutely do.
0: That's uh, that's always the concern of people. You hear of overseas organisations, and there's thirty and forty percent taken off at the top with overheads and mm. expenses and advertising and all that sort of thing. Doesn't happen here.
1: No, not not for the SA Bushfires Appeal account and we encourage people to donate through the website or to do that through Facebook as well, there's a site there, so anyone can do it no matter how you choose to donate.
0: Alex, uh, you're looking after the uh, the coordination of the Cuddly Creek area. We hear about KI and we hear about parts of New South Wales and uh, Victoria devastated, Cuddly Creek copped it pretty badly too.
2: Oh, I certainly did, Tony, and uh, so generally it's the area that uh, is in the media, described as the Adelaide Hills Yeah. Yeah, and there was uh, what one fatality there, but h- how many homes were destroyed? Are
0: we, we, we're hearing figures of eighty and ninety homes yeah. have been destroyed. There were 84. 84? 84, uh, yeah. what,
2: what we call total losses, and uh, you know, I, I don't like to use that description because these are people's um, homes. Yeah, uh, they mean so much to them. But that's how we describe them.
0: And what about uh, what about cars? Somebody told me there are over two hundred vehicles were damaged
2: or completely destroyed. Yeah, there were uh, just under three hundred vehicles. Really, uh, but you know that that's all manner of vehicles so tractors you know uh, motorcycles uh, or farm implements but we generally generalize as vehicles yeah
0: <laughs> on the telephone um, from uh, the coordinator for kangaroo island uh, mike williams uh, good afternoon mike welcome uh, tell me how things are over there in ki are the fires all out first of all uh, good afternoon
3: tony um, look the fires haven't haven't moved to the last couple of days i think the surface is just getting on here you know, on top of the last of the the, uh, the, the hot spots in the fire ground. But as far as the forever of the fire, there's been no forward spread or anything like that for about 48 hours, to my knowledge.
0: Yeah, right. OK. What about... The, I mean, the thing we keep hearing about, understandably so, is the devastating effect that it's had and will have, continue to have, on tourism over there in Ki.
3: Yeah, there's no doubt there'll be some impact on... significant impact short-term on tourism, uh, Tony. But, you know, the, the community and, and the tourism leaders on the island have been reaching out as early as today and, and even before, saying, look, there's a significant component of the island still open for business. If, if you want to help the island recover, you know, please change your plans this year and come to the island for a visit rather than going somewhere else.
0: What about the impact on wildlife? We're hearing some horrific figures being thrown about.
3: Yeah, there, there is a lot of figures being thrown out, and I don't have a definitive figure on the impact, but uh, given the 50% of the island was impacted by the fire, that, that will have... Obviously, uh, a significant impact on populations of koalas and and the like. But I think the the Department of uh, Environment and Water and uh, the local recovery groups are doing some more detailed assessment to what the impacts are.
0: Uh, Georgie, back to you for a moment. So what can people do? Can they donate goods, services or money or a combination of all three? What's What's the most immediately effective a, a thing to do?
1: So without a doubt, um, financial donations are absolutely yeah. the preferred method. So we know that that's not an option that's available to everyone, of course. Yeah, so yeah. Um, if you can, if your listeners can um, want to do something to help and they can do financial assistance, then we'd absolutely recommend that because it really has a twofold effect. Ultimately, if you think about it, it people to spend that money in the local economy Um, but in addition it also allows people to buy exactly what they need and there is quite a a hidden cost in terms of donating goods and managing those donated goods. Um, It can be hard to manage sometimes the sheer volume of goods that come our way to support communities so uh, it can be done and St Vincent de Paul are obviously our partners in doing that but we recognize there's a bit of a burden in relation to doing that so funds preferred.
0: I had a, a young bloke. Or I won't mention his name or surname. He's a diesel mechanic, an experienced diesel mechanic. has a, a good business, doing well. He said, "I'd be more than happy to actually go somewhere." I said, I, "He said I can only get there on a, on a weekend and do some repairs for for, for anybody." that's is that practical? Could that be done?
2: It certainly can. There are avenues by which you can volunteer your services and then uh, we're just experiencing that now that this huge influx of volunteers has started this week particularly and that's been coordinated in the Cuddly Creek area by a great uh, group called Team Rubicon who coordinate um, the volunteer effort and and that's a group of uh, veterans who've come down. Uh, they're usually on the eastern seaboard, but they're doing great things in matching the needs of the local community with right. those people who volunteered services. Yeah, services that would normally cost you a fortune, a la a diesel mechanic mm. working on a weekend. That's right.
0: You'd have to have a really profitable business yeah. to be able to afford the blighter to be there for yeah. a start of the call-out yeah. fees. Yeah. Mike, um, on the telephone for you, uh, over at KI... What about visitor numbers? Are, are, are you're discouraging people from coming. If you've got a booking or you're thinking of going over to KI, do you say, no, don't come, we, we simply can't cater for you or what?
3: No, absolutely the opposite, Tony. We're encouraging people to come to the island and uh, <clears throat> you know book their accommodations with the tourist accommodation providers and, and the other uh, agencies that offer opportunities. The community, the, the large part of the island's economy, or well, 50% of it, if you like, other than agriculture, is driven by the tourism industry. And they need people to come to the island, spend their money, buy food and, and buy products that are still available on the
0: island. George, on an altogether different tack. what sort of mental health support is, is available to people affected by these bushfires? I mean, is it readily available? A lot of people wouldn't know how to, how to go about approaching it, how to go about contacting somebody that could help them.
1: Yes, yeah, certainly, and I think for many people it's actually about knowing what sort of help you might need and recognising there's a lot of focus on it now, yeah. but actually in a month's time there might not be the same level of focus and interest as people get on with lives. And so the it old is about story of, sure.
0: of get over it, you know, OK, yeah, you've so got to accept what it is and make the most of it.
1: It's it's the worst thing because, of course, you don't just get over it. So there are a number of um, avenues here, and I've actually got some details that I've deliberately brought along for your listeners. So the SA Regional Access is, is a really great local service for phone calls so you can access it via the web but it's the idea is is that you're speaking to someone local so rather than having to explain to someone that you've been through a fire yeah, they know that they know
0: can, can you do it over the phone or do you, do you have to go and see somebody you have to make an appointment
1: you can do this over the phone and i can give really? you the number now if you would yeah, like yeah yeah so it's 1300 right 032 186 so
0: 1300 032 32
1: one eight six.
0: So, if, if you think that you or somebody in the family are having some some difficulties, uh, th- just the word mental, uh, people immediately mm. shy away from that. Oh, oh, yeah, I can't get over it. But yeah. if they're just having difficulties, they can actually get some help over the telephone.
1: That's right. I didn't and rather that. than speaking to, you know, whoever's on shift that time, it's actually about creating a connection with people, people who are local, are relatively local within South Australia, so that you can actually call and say, I'd like to speak to, you know, whoever I spoke to last time. I spoke to Bob last time. I'd like to continue speaking with Bob, for example.
0: Yeah, and so. you don't have to explain what you have got going through because you're talking to people who are familiar or wh- right. who know what's, ha- wh- yeah. Wh- what's happened. Yeah. Um, Alex, here we are. We're halfway through January. You've got to say February and March. Mm. We're not out of the woods, are we?
2: No, and that's one of the uh, unique uh, issues with this particular uh, event is that we're in the midst of a bushfire season and that, uh, there's real pot- potential that you know, the community there may face further catastrophic extreme oh, uh, days and also the, the danger of another fire. Not the sort of thing we want to hear. you know. No. I know it's a, a bury-the-head-in-the-sand attitude, yeah. but
0: here we are the 20th of January, for God's sake, with, with February and March, and it's still to come. Mm. You shake yeah. your head. Mike, um, the, uh, you're all in favour of, of the government, uh, both federally and state, getting involved in the Royal Commission, looking at, uh, at what's happened and what we can do to perhaps be better prepared?
3: Oh, like I'm sure there's always lessons to be learned. Any disaster, Tony, and um, you know the government's made a decision to do that. I mean, and governments and agencies at all levels will participate in you know, if we can can improve, if things can be improved, well and good, that's that's, uh, that's part of the political process.
0: Is there a telephone number, um, you've given us one for mental health, is there a telephone number for people to call and say, uh, am I covered from an insurance point of view? I mean, a lot of people would now be thinking, what's the next step in, in the road to recovery?
1: Yeah, so um, I'll take that one in terms of um, providing people with that support. What we have at both the Lobethor Recovery Centre and what will be set up at the Kangaroo Island one, might be able to to explain whether that is there or not yet, Um, but we have uh, ICA, so Insurance Council of Australia, and their local representatives, which is RAA in this state, who turn up to the Lobethol Recovery Centre and to ultimately the KI one as well to help people work through that because it's pretty complex at the best of times, insurance. Oh, yeah. So if we can help actually walk people through their process... Yes. And I don't know about you, but my insurance paperwork is buried somewhere in the depths of my home.
0: And you never read the five print, do you? You you, you say, well, I'm covered. I'm covered for insurance. The only thing perhaps is, you know, a, a nuclear bomb going off
1: here. Yeah. (laughs) so we recognize that people might not have the paperwork that they need so actually the ICA can help them find that paperwork and help them understand what they're covered for so all of that is at the recovery center and we encourage people to come back again and again I know it's definitely at the Lobethal one um, and I know it's certainly something as we transition to recovery on KI that will be there as well.
0: You've got a lot of work ahead of you congratulations on the work you do Uh, and uh, don't don't lose heart, I'm sure you won't. And thanks for coming in this afternoon. <laughs> thanks no very much. much. Thanks. Tim. OK, Mike, thanks, thanks for your time. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Georgie, thank you. And Alex uh, Zimmerman, thank you too. Oh, wowee. It's just an ongoing situation. Here we are, the middle of January, and we're saying, oh, the bushfires are all over and done with. Not so. It's 13 minutes to 2 o'clock right now.